1: yet again, we are just passengers on the seesaw of f p l one of us goes up the other one goes down. how'd you do? Where are you? How are you?
0: Well, you know we're gonna start with you today don't even give, don't even come at me with that
1: <laughs> i don't I don't know what's right, honestly to start with the good or start with the bad i like I don't know what sets the better tempo for the pod
0: right, get me out of the way fifty four brought in uh you know, you bring in a couple guys who triple return last week.
1: Yeah, what are, you, what are to the transfers? For, oh, you did them last bound, week. So you're knows.
0: bound for them to both. Blank Hazard and Fraser, Kelsey Grammer. Fraser. Y- yeah, just all around. The Salah cap that offside shit at the end just did oh. me. And then, the uh, you know. The size I of
1: that dom for all Salah captainers. And that's not ex- for all of FPL, because if you didn't captain him, that would have buried you. It's just... yeah. So it was a
0: 16-point 16, 16 goal that was uh, wrongfully disallowed.
1: 16-point goal um, in a week where he's only capped by like 20%, though. It's like, that was just a gargantuan, non, non-disallowed non goal.
0: And it's not only that. He just price dropped. People are getting rid of him, so he's more of a differential now than he probably will be for the whole season or at least for the next couple of weeks with these right. quote-unquote hard fixtures for Liverpool. Yep. Uh you finished with ten men, even though I had two on the bench. I had the DILV, no show, Arnie out, Mendy out. It's it's everything's going great. It's everyone has a role to play. I my role this season is to be dead last in our mini league. <laughs> everyone on the pod last week. Everyone brings lock in for minus minus thirties. No problem. It's just there's no problems on any team except for mine. Mine own.
1: Oh man, this is gonna be this is gonna be the vibe of the pod, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's frustrating because usually I'm taking I'm more reactive, and this is the, genuinely the, the first season I've really been looking at everything very macro and long term. And my like we said on the pod last week, the team I have are teams that last going into this game you could wild card into. And all I do every week are get red arrows and finish dead last in the fucking mini league. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I need actually might take to Slack this week and ask for help because I need help. Yeah, Halt halt me
1: Before we go to my team There's these two questions And I think both are really good So maybe we just like dive right into them Because I think also both are relevant to your team But one of them is Freddie Brown on Twitter He said where are the edges now Not edging, just edges Everyone knows about Aguero, heavy defense, Liverpool, etc So other than David, where can games be made Is it enough to just have a guy like Mitro or Wilson or Wolves defense, etc And then the other one is FPL Tornado on Twitter He said when are sideways moves good and when are they ill-advised? For example, would you ever do a slight upgrade like Zaha to Micah or Ings to Jimenez type switch if there wasn't a fixture swing or injury? And I, when I read that question, I, I thought of your team. Like, Obviously, has is a, still a major upgrade over Erickson and, and Pedro didn't even play, so it's not exactly relevant. But at the same time, I feel like if you hadn't have made the double move that you did early in the week and you you the price rises would have happened and you would have been priced out of it. I feel like your two free transfers would have been better used in the end at least for this week because you probably would have dealt with Mandy, maybe you would have dealt with Arnie and like, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a weird one cuz like you obviously double upgraded but the rest of your squad suffered.
0: I think it's not appropriate to. Obviously, I'm being reactionary because I'm just sad all the time when I get red right <laughs> arrows, which is eighty percent of the entire three hundred and sixty sixty five day calendar year. But yeah. <laughs> I did not buy Fraser for one week. You know, he has a five right. week window where he has really good fixtures. So obviously, blanked. Fraser's stats this weekend were still you know four shot attempts, four chances created. And you tell me he does that and then he blanks. I'm just, I don't have words for that. That's yeah, I mean, not That's Those very,
1: are ludicrous yeah. stats.
0: And I mean, like to put it into perspective, he had, you know, he had four, four goal attempts. Madison had two goal attempts, two chances created, and he has like nine point or whatever. So those are the kind of margins that we're dealing with in the game, obviously. But as you mentioned, I don't think if I was priced out of doing the Fraser drop from Pedro, I probably would have just gotten some other, I, I still probably would have gotten Hazard. I don't. I don't think that that would have priced me out necessarily, but I think the more interesting thing is the lateral one-for-one one swaps, like Arnie to someone else, because there's a little bit of a fixture swing. But when when is the value of saving versus using the free? That's the thing that's difficult because Arnie. You know, we see he has United, then he has Brighton, which isn't bad. Spurs, which isn't bad at home. Leicester, and then the fixture run gets really good. You know, if you like him for the medium term, four to eight game weeks, what's the benefit of ripping him out for Mitrovic, who has a few better fixtures early, and then they equalize? You know, if you if you value a transfer at four points, where does that happen? I don't know. This season, I've been much more patient with my transfers and much less reactive. I mean, I haven't taken a hit yet. Um, I just have been looking at it much more long term and thinking about players. You know. I'm gonna want him back in a few weeks he still might get a goal in the next couple rough fixtures I've just been holding my players because I like them so I feel generally I like holding the guy more than transferring him out for the you know for the little shiny new toy but it's it's very one versus one there's no I don't think you can give really a blanket answer to it I think you need to really just look at the who you who your individual is and who you're looking at getting in
1: yeah I think in general I agree with you like if they're both fit and they're obviously both good. Like the example he gave is Zaha a mitra. Like they're both fit, they're both good. Like, I probably would not make that swap. The only time I would maybe make that kind of one for one lateral swap is like if I'm banking two freeze and I'm not you can either, roll. Yeah, I can just like use one for one, maybe small, maybe big upgrade, maybe just lateral move. And I'll still have two freeze next week, where it's like. That's what I meant more with your team. Not that like Hazard and Fraser are bad picks. I still think they're great picks and I like your moves. It's more that just like maybe later in the week you would have done something with Mendy or maybe later in the week you would have done something with Arnie instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, dealing with like Erickson who's like, yeah, he's bad, but he's 90 minutes every week on a top six team or, you know what I mean? Just like something like that.
0: Yeah, I, realistically though, what I if I didn't get rid of Pedro and I, I mean he fucking broke his arm or whatever the fuck. But if I didn't get rid of Pedro and I got rid of Mendi, I would still be where I am today yeah, have the same with one of zero. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean Billing has been getting the same points as Ericsson for literally ha- under half the price, <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's totally absolutely. fine. But no, I I think what you're saying, if you have two frees and you can use one and then roll, that's when I want to do that move. Like that's when I want to do. Arnie need a Metro because then I'm just like using the two to do a double swap where I'm barely upgrading versus just using one to do a single swap where I'm also barely upgrading, but it's still an upgrade, but you still stay flexible to keep two for the next week. Yeah. That's that's where you want to be.
1: Yeah, that's like your your that's dreamland. Like if that's the yeah. move you're making every week, then like your team is fucking amazing and you're killing it because yeah, other people, other normal plebs have to use all their transfers all the time.
0: Yeah, and I mean Arnie just.
1: And well, what's up? And then what about the other question? So like your team, like we, like you just said, and like we said on last spot, it's like it's so good. Like team, people are wildcarding into ninety five percent of your team. It's it's almost template for the most part in, in all of the places you you are. So where do you, when you look at your team or you look at like a template team or a wildcard team, like what area are you? Trying to make gains, like where where do you see your team and be like, this is where I'm gonna, this is my differential where I'm gonna like outscore, you know, all the teams around me. Or do you look at it and just like I have all of the guys that everyone has, and that's a differential in itself. I think that's interesting too.
0: We're so early in the season right now, and I think I think if there's one thing I've learned more than any of over the years of playing and you know potting and talking to everyone else and shit on Slack and wherever. If you don't go crazy and do crazy shit and you have the good guys like I still think the three best players in the game right now are Aguero, Salah and Hazard. If you do that and you don't take hits and you play the percentages more or less with captain over the course of the season, you're going to steadily rise.
1: Yeah, I think I and think that's the moral that, of the story. To,
0: yeah, like to me that's the differential. I don't think you need to go crazy and All of a sudden go, you know, five, five million and under defenders and pour it into attack or triple a defense or, you know, do anything like that. Get rid of salah. Those are things that maybe if you could catch lightning in a bottle for a three or four week window, get really lucky, get some differential points and then revert back to the mean. It's a ridiculously high risk for maybe not even that high of a reward, which is why we don't do those moves. We don't we don't we'll talk about Kane later. I mean, why, why we don't advocate that. But if you just play if you're just steady, you look at the fixture run of the medium term, you you know, you address your problems, your injuries, you keep the guys that are good, you don't go rogue differential on captain, you're you're just gonna be okay. And it's obviously frustrating case in point, it pains me to pod when I'm doing Awfully. This yeah, is yeah. maybe this is maybe the worst season I've had since I've been, ever been playing the game. And yeah, when I looked at your
1: game week history, dude, you have four out of six game weeks or over one million game week uh, weeks. Oh thanks, Alon. No, I'm just saying, like, I've never seen that. you like that. you you've never you've literally never done this. Like I'm even your this. first week first season playing FBL, I remember your your game week one team was a fucking joke because you didn't know anything and then you wildcarded and you were fine you were good for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, you, you know. But but it's that's the thing, is I don't think you need to you know don't bring in like Ollie or something. You know, don't right, don't right, right. don't take out good guys for differential guys who were good two years ago, things like that. And you know, I think you just you just play the percentages, you play the numbers, you you, you look at it in the long game, kinda of like commodities, you know. And, yeah, what do you think? I think I, mean, that's do you, good. Do you, I also, the thing, problem also this season, which is very different, I feel like, in seasons past, where there just aren't that many really expensive players that look great. Uh, Lukaku is maybe the only premium asset who I could see doing well over the medium term, who very few people have, who could maybe get you a rise.
1: Maybe I Alba. Mean, yeah, I don't But I'd rather so, have Laka. Laka,
0: Exactly, is better, I think, right now. and. But those are the kind of things too, then you know, you have to make you're not gonna get rid of Aguero and no one has money for that spot in their forward line really. So you have to make some really big accommodations. You know, you don't want to get rid of like Robertson or, or yeah. I, I guess Mendy, you can but you know, you know what I mean? Those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. So. no,
1: that's interesting. Interesting time of the season, and a lot of people are wild carding, and a lot of people do have all of the best attackers that you just named, which is also interesting. But
0: I mean, that, um, that's still that's where I would build my wild card around with those two players
1: for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think you start there. No, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. Um, so wow, that was a your, your that team? was a big like intro part of the pod. I, that was good. Um, so I had a fucking. Oh my god, I had a jizz of a week. Just an absolute massive week. I, 79 points, but 71 after I took my minus 8. So for those who didn't see lineup lands, I took a minus 8 of... Um, who did I get rid of? I got rid of Mendy, Arnie, Arnie and Kearney. For, that's a lot
0: of points. He transferred a lot of points. Yeah,
1: three actual zeros for Wan-B, 9-pointer, Ward, 2-pointer, and Lacazette, 8-pointer. So it just can't really go much better than that i feel like as far as minus eights go but what it really came down to was me looking at a team full of rotation risks like my team is full of like champions league fullbacks who could get rotated like even i mentioned louise was kind of scaring me for rotation and Sun is back and i have lucas mora and you know there's even potential Salah rotation, all that shit. And then I was also looking at two red flags in Mendy and Kearney and Arnie fitness was very much up in the air. And I just, I mean, I got a little lucky and I read the situation well and I would have fielded nine guys if I didn't make those moves. So getting rid of three zeros and getting in returns was just huge. And I went into Sunday already net positive, And then the lock goal was just the best thing of life. I, I literally slapped Nate in the face and high fived everyone in the bar. When that went in, I just fucking burst off my off the bar still and just was fucking screaming. It was the best thing ever. But really what carried me is the five defenders and De Gea, which totaled fucking forty four points. Quintuple clean and De Gea five pointers, just a ridiculous job. And Salah so Cap was easy and yeah, it was just it was just incredible. I just I just it was week along, the team along, week along.
0: Five cleans at the back, all in the lineup, plus assists, plus baps. Just half yeah. five, Robo, Alonzo
1: six, Robo yeah. seven, Louise six, Juan B nine, Trent 11. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You can't fire up your ass for you
0: your balls when Snodgrass put that cross into Yarma. Oh my God. I mean, because it was floating in, and you're just like, there's an unmarked player.
1: Yeah, there's Alonzo, like, <laughs> no. Possible idea that he knows someone is running behind him,
0: like, I mean, not he's even just, the
1: slightest bit of an idea.
0: He's just yelling at the linesman for offsides for ten minutes while Yarmolenko's completely unmarked behind him.
1: <laughs> I also love the fact that like the a lot of the like Twitter banter and all that stuff now is like, yeah, let's get Salah out before his his tough fixtures. Like he has Chelsea at Chelsea this week, and it's like you watch that match, right? Like. <laughs> So lot plays on the same side that Yarmolenko plays on, which is a joke, and like that's a great fixture as far as I'm concerned. Like I don't know, it's it's very funny how people go, but yeah, at 100k Green Arrow up to 111k overall game week rank like 31k, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I just I had a fucking stormer. I'm just buzzing. Everything hey. just came up along.
0: Just a good job, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me do housekeeping. So. Uh, shout-out to the FMLPL Prize League Mug League leader for September. One game week left to win the mug. It's still Michael Austin has triple capper sex fantasy of last week, but Christy Ray is right on his ass, only four points behind with a nice week. So that's actually coming down to the wire. Um, shout-out to the Goal Scorers Challenge leader. It's just Magic Mike as per usual. And shout-out the top of the FMLPL Public League. It's still... Uh, being Arnautovic, Andrew McKinnon plodding along, overall rank of 34. No big deal, <laughs> just fucking no big deal at all. Uh, all right, let's go on. So, you teased Kane. Do you want to just get Wait, that out do, of the if,
0: way? What about the David question? Should we address that? You, you oh, yeah, okay. yeah, let me
1: let me ask it again for editing's sake. So Let's just start with this question since we both have David. It's just tip of my tit. James Quirald on Twitter. What's going on with David? Back to Tear Brighton, a new one next week, or should we be very worried after good attacking performances from Bilva Gundo and Mares?
0: So this is basically case in point from what my rant earlier about being patient with good players. It's you know, we've talked about fullbacks on good teams. You know, Robo and Trent didn't get rotated, but they will. They're not gonna play every game all season. Hundred oh, percent. A million percent. So yeah. same with David. I mean, we saw it this week. You know, they're playing Cardiff, which is a joke mockery of a fixture. Obviously, they won five nil without him, didn't need him, and that's just the risk that you run by getting players on top four sides. Period. So it's group stage of Champions League. The the managers are going to rotate players according to fixture in which they deem that they need them in, and et cetera, And so on. So you know, David off the eleven pointer obviously looks a great asset. His stats are absurd since he came back. Um, after missing game week one, and he's just a very good long-term pick. He's the and he's in the engine room for them, and he's making late runs in the box. It looks fantastic. You have to just take it on the chin. It's That's why we have benches, and that's why hopefully you don't have players like Kamara or Mendy you know, <laughs> or on your bench, like, like, your, like yours truly. Yeah, uh, That's it. I, that's, that's plain and simple. If you don't want rotation, then get zero players on the top four sides.
1: Yeah, no Champions League players for you. Easy. Um, yeah, I fully agree there. And again, just going back to my minus eight, because I don't want people to think that like taking minus eights are good and that like I advocate hits. Like there's a reason this is the only hit I've taken this week and I was fucking terrified going into the weekend and I, I got lucky and I hit some hit some picks and it worked out. But doing hits to get rid of zeros and I and a team full of Champions League players, like I have, and like you have, and like every good player has, like getting rid of actual zeros, so I have a functional bench who ended up subbing in and getting me points was crucial to me making that move. I wouldn't have made it without it. So, yeah, it's a good job by you. Um, so moving on, you teased Kane earlier. Do you wanna do you wanna get that out of the way? Because everyone wants us to talk about Kane.
0: Why don't you you give me your Kane take? Because I'm just you know. Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah,
1: everyone knows your cane take. I mean, yeah, his stats he, were really sick versus Brighton. That has to be said. His stats were very much up, and everyone was excited about how he looked after Lucas Mora came on. I mean, I think he was fine after Lucas Mora came on. I wasn't like that thrilled from watching back highlights. I didn't watch that match live. No, um, but the,
0: the stats when Lucas were on were the same stats he's had all season.
1: Right. He right, accumulated right. all of his stats after Lucas came okay, on. Okay, okay. That's good to know. So. Yeah, that's obviously positive. I mean, he has two bankers coming up, even though Spurs have really struggled in quote unquote bankers for like almost two seasons now. I feel like, you know, like an away banker or a home banker, I don't really trust them to like break down a bus. His return was a penalty from Murray just being an insane idiot on a free kick and he gets max bones. I mean, I feel like one underrated good feature of Kane is that. Spurs have no central midfielders who can get bones and they can't keep clean sheets. So maybe he'll just keep getting bones. So that's good for him. But to me, it's just the price is just absurdly bad and ridiculous and makes me have absolutely no interest at all. I think if the game would be more interesting and Kane would be more interesting if he was 11 million or, you know, uh, he would probably would have price dropped by now to like 10 and a half million or something like that. Because then there's sideways moves that I think could pay off like. Teams that still have ABA or like upgrading Ericsson to Kane or something like that for you know people who have like nine million mids who aren't performing or I think there'd be a lot more flexibility and a lot more options and I'd be I'm like gonna,
0: wait, I'm gonna pause you right here yeah make an argument for buying Kane over Mitrovic right now
1: I can't that's the okay. thing that that's basically okay. what I'm I'm, right. I'm roundabout getting to is that he's just way too expensive. And or unless if, if he
0: was, but even if he was seven five, would you want Kane instead of Mitrovic?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, come on, uh, and no question at Huddersfield, home Cardiff, at West Ham, like that. That to me, that's no question. He's still Spurs are still easily top six. They've just went through their worst run of form in Poch's career of managing Spurs. Like Son is back, lamella looks good. Like they're they're gonna be fine. It's just the price is just undoable. And it makes it that you pretty much cannot possibly have Salah and Kane in the same team because they're both just so, so expensive. And people that are choosing to like swap out Salah for at City for at Chelsea home city and bring in Kane, it's just like that's not an A, that's not an effective use of your free transfers like we talked about earlier. That's just you're literally like Unless your team is fucking perfect and you have no injuries and every player is the best possible player, you're not using your free transfers to improve your team. You're just laterally swapping. And then, secondly, with Salah, it's like at Chelsea home city, I absolutely expect returns from him. Like, just look at last season. Look how Chelsea is performing this season. City haven't been that tight either. Like, so for me, it's and then, just, who, it's and just then some who does no-go. Salah have game week nine
0: and ten at Huddersfield yeah. home Cardiff?
1: Right and that so it's just like what are you going to do immediately bring him in? It's not even just add at Home Cardiff, add Huddy, Home Cardiff, add Arsenal home Fulham. Yeah, it's, it's
0: a, ridiculous and, and, run. So that's there's a couple things that just attack on. I mean I'm I could go more hyperbolic cuz obviously I think Kane's a fucking piece of shit and <laughs> A nightmare joke of a team, but you can't look at it be okay, I'm going to take Saul out, I'm going to get Kane for these two, then I'm going to get solid and it's going to be great you're going to be at minimum also throwing four points into the game because you're not going to be able to just save and do, you're not going to be able to spend four of your next five free transfers on two spots of your team. Like That doesn't ever happen. That's never the Yeah, never. never. Number one. Secondly, if you're going to be doing this, don't tell me or anyone else that it's a risk worth taking. It's fucking dumb. And if you want to do something dumb to be different and, and... See if you're going to catch, you know, hat tricks Back-to-back on two hat-trick. quote unquote bankers for a bad team with a bad attack. Then do it. You go. It's your team. You know, you play the game. Whatever you think, but don't don't sell me fucking sand at the in the desert. Like that's a joke. <laughs> and that that's it. That's that's it. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. Yeah.
1: And so it's like, do I expect him to score? Points, obviously, yeah. I think more highly of Spurs than you do. Yeah, I absolutely expect him to score points in the next three game weeks. Like,
0: he will score yeah. at least probably four or five goals in those three games. I would expect.
1: Yeah, and can will be a part of him. He's always high goal involvement. Yeah, maybe they'll get, get another one or pen. Two. Maybe he'll get that, bones.
0: That's the other thing, you know. Say he gets one or two. Obviously, he needs a pen to pad it, and he needs tapins because he can't outpace West Morgan right run. now. Yeah, he can't run. So, whatever. And they're going to get the chance that they're playing the two worst teams in the league. There's no question about that. But you are not removing an injured 13 million player on your team. You're removing players that are three multiplier, 3X three better than Kane. Every player that is remotely close to his price bracket is are way better than him, period. And you yeah, have to be judging.
1: Again, it comes back to like Alba. Like he's he's one that sticks out to me. It's like a lot of people started with him. Hasn't been that good. Like even in Arsenal's good form, he's three. He's three straight returns. I don't mean to say he's bad. Like I still rate him, but obviously the position has changed. Blah blah blah. But you have to find two million to make that swap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If they were the same price and someone wanted to make that move, I'd be all for it. I'd be like, that sounds great. You, I mean, given I would only think it's good if you already had Kuhn. But if you were like kuhn Alba and you could do ABA straight to Kane for free and like whatever, I'd be like, cool. That's that's yeah, a risk we taking. I but.
0: would still say, like, bank two million and get Laka because right. Arsenal are playing Watford, Fulham, Leicester. Like the fixtures and, well, and, and Arsenal like, look better. Yeah, they're they're scoring goals. Yeah. I don't know. All right. What's what's? The yeah, it's That's tough enough.
1: with Kane because I guess it's just because FPL is so dominated by England that like yeah. any slight touch of form that Kane shows is just the, all of Twitter is just Kane. And he's like,
0: shown no touches of form, so that's also a thing I don't understand. He gets a pen and max bones, and he's, form. he's on form. He's not on form. He took three shots to literally directly at the keeper, didn't have to take one step to the side, and he can't, again, can't outpace the center back for his life. If he was in a one-on-one foot race with Wes Morgan, he would probably lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, West would just foul him, let's be honest. but. Yeah um okay so that's out of the way i mean arsenal's a a good logical next place to go maybe because they do look really good they got their first clean in the season with with torreira and they're flying four straight wins we both love laka i mean obviously laka's big part of my minus eight plans are there other guys there that you're liking on arsenal are you looking at them no no Not like
0: Rambo, or I I still don't understand what Ramsey's doing. He's just kind of all over the place when I watch them. I don't think he knows what he's supposed to be doing. (laughs) I still don't think he's, I guess, he's been playing a lot. I I don't know how nailed he is, but
1: he's been starting. Yeah,
0: there are so many players in that midfield price bracket, uh, mid price midfield price bracket that I'd rather have that just look better. I think it's lock or bust.
1: Um, yeah, I kind of think it's lock or bust. Yeah, but
0: I mean, what you, did you do you do you think Ramsey's worth the fuck?
1: It's one of those weird things where no, but if someone showed me their team and I'd have him, I'd be like, ooh, that's kind of fun. That's kind of good. Like he he could just haul. I mean, obviously, brace of assists this week. He could, you know, we know what he can do. But yeah, like you said, there's just there's just like too many guys in that range. Just, Ramsey. I mean,
0: you know I I kept Ram did I have him yet? I have him I have him every year. I'm definitely gonna buy him at some point, there's no
1: question. So why don't you just he, buy him right now?
0: Oh uh, well, maybe I'll just take fucking minus eight and get Rambo And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I
1: think everyone should be taking minus eight. It's clearly a word okay. for me.
0: Okay. We'll we'll get there on
1: my team. Okay, good.
0: But no, I I mean long story short, yeah, Locke looks obviously a very good asset. Nine four, a very very decent price for him. And I, Arsenal, very, very strange performer. That game was I don't, I still. I feel like I need to watch the entire 90 minutes back because I still can't make, I don't know what to make of it. The game was
1: yeah. wild. So I was at a bar and the bar refused to put on the sound because there was like no one there watching the game. I don't know, backwards logic, terrible job by the bar, bad job by us. But one thing that I saw on Twitter that I actually forgot to ask you about is that they said right before Laka scored, they were going to take Laka off for a Wobie. Is that true? Did, did uh, they say that? Did they just no, say that? I have
0: no idea. I knew Awoebes okay. was, was talking to the little guy with the little sheet on the sideline at, yeah, yeah. Um, right around those moments, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't recall that.
1: Okay, because that worried me a little. Like I'm still, even though has started three straight, returned in four straight, and he's just his goal was the fucking sexiest thing ever. It was like a fucking pitcher throwing a slider. I'm still a little bit nervous of their team sheet every week because I just like, I don't know. Emery, I just don't know. I just don't know what he's going to do. And I don't know like what role the, the midfielders are going to play. And I'm just worried.
0: Yeah. I'm, you do, I don't know. I'm, yeah, it's a tough one, but you get the sense that any player who puts in a shocker for 60 minutes is a risk for an early sub yes. and then doesn't start the next game.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: that's scary. I, I mean, the man just started Torreira for the first time in game week six, when he's been playing the that hairy fuck and Shaka, who's ridiculous all season. You you just don't know. But I think Laka's that looks fairly safe.
1: And four straight wins, four straight matches with a return. That's five yeah. returns in four appearances. Like, yeah, get get in there, Laka. It still it still could be Welb's team, but. It's still Welbs' team. It's
0: still Welbs team. We just we just don't know when
1: it's going to be really Welbs team. Yeah. Hmm. interesting. Um another just banging out kind of like the the top topics and then I think we'll do a lot of questions because there are a lot of good questions this week, but we got to talk about Madison.
0: Ugh. Yeah. I I mean you you like Matto. We both like Matto a lot preseason. I think we, we had him in that top three with Rich and, and Jota. Rest in
1: peace. <laughs> Jota. Jota, Jota, Jota. Yeah, I was obsessed with Matto. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: it's been, he's been one where he's undeserving of points, basically every point he's gotten all season, just because it's fluky, lucky bullshit. But as we said on the pod last, last week, he's central to everything they do. So. He's gonna tick along. I mean, he's just gonna get points. He's a good pick. They have good fixtures. And you know, Leicester kind of a schizo team, don't know what they're gonna do week in week.
1: Yeah, that but that's a thing. You yeah.
0: know he's nailed to the ten and he's on set pieces and he's gonna get points. He's just a good pick. He's a period.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like we often get questions of like sla- uh sorry, not slack, stats versus eye tests, and he's He's such an eye test merchant, which is like no coincidence why Derek brought him in because you look at the stats and it's like <laughs> not not that many key passes, like not that many shots, blah, blah blah, but when you actually watch the games, it's like like a key pass only counts as a key pass if the guy gets a shot off. you know what I mean It's like he's making lots of threatening passes all game, like lots of through balls crosses yeah, every. Like, Good every counter in. attack
0: yeah. is his like weighted ball to Vardy, who sometimes dribbles it out of bounds or something. Yeah, right. And that, yeah, if you like, don't watch the game, it doesn't show up on the statue. But you know, I mean, he's a hockey assistant. What he's he's he has the touch on the ball every single scoring action that the team has.
1: You know, right? And it's like he, you're getting, you're getting like almost the value of Ericsson at six point seven million. Like he's there's a reason he's the Twelfth highest on player in teams of the top ten k, fifth highest on midfielder in teams of the top ten k. He's just the fifth highest scoring midfielder in general this season under the radar. Even though, like you said, a lot majority of his points are just like ridiculous fluky bullshit. It's just it's hard to see him just not taking over. It's just he's a tick tick eye test merchant.
0: Yeah, and the so we should be getting his- him in basically. Yeah, he's someone I'm definitely have an eye on. I mean, the fixtures are still pretty good in the in the near medium term at Newcastle. Incredible, a horrible fixture, but after that, yeah. they have a very good fixture run from game week incredible. eight to fifteen. Every single game, they have at least two goal potential. So,
1: and I think he's, Ian Nacho in is also good for him.
0: Just yeah, like it's just more, another more attacker. actual I mean, guys who can score. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm.
1: Matto and Matto,
0: Matto, Matto's good guy.
1: It's one of those weird things where I was all over him in preseason and then the the annoying, fluky, bullshit style of his goals like made me hate him. And I was like, no, I don't believe him. Like the last like three pods, I was like, nah, I like Matto, I don't trust it, blah blah blah. Stats are bad. He's getting lucky points. And I just gotta to admit to myself that he's just good. He's just fucking good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um Nashi on Slack lads it's been a while since we've had a good formation chat with Mendy out Liverpool and Chelsea Ie Rabo and Alonso fixtures turning is it time to look at a formation shift cheap defensive enablers wan b wolves et cetera, and our number of 7 million or under forwards and middle emerging mean heavy at the back light and wait this is a confusing as fuck sentence just but formations. you know what i mean like, formations yeah just formations cuz yeah i mean he's right a lot of a lot of mid price midfielders and forwards who are roughly the same price as Alonzo and Rabo are looking really good right now, so yeah earth Earth farm on Twitter is heavy defense stole the right play I think is an interesting talk
0: yeah it's interesting because now I'm getting very upset with myself that I have fucking kamara piece of shit because if I had three forwards and I had a more reasonable if you have three forwards and you have your you know you have two defenders in the mid or, or two mids and a defender to rotate for first or second on the bench. I'm getting someone off the bench every week, basically, this season yeah, so far.
1: Every Between week. the
0: rotation and the little knocks and whatnot, I'm, my bench is just every, almost every, honestly, every week, I have to double-check. Easily, at least four weeks, I've had someone off the bench. And yeah. Having Kamara just hamstrings me to having an absolute piece of shit defender who has a terrible fixer on my bench, because I'm obviously not starting that player, or Billing, who's, as a nine-pointer, one of four weeks when he's on my bench.
1: And Every you know, week, like, except for game week one and two, I've had an auto set
0: Yeah, it's it's been crazy with that, and you know that's the problem with three five two four four two whatever two strikers. You know, you don't have a forward option, and you know if we had Ings or Jimenez or whatever, even if it wasn't in a three four three, if it was like a hybrid where we had you know Fraser and one of these guys, and you or rotate like sometimes or sometimes
1: start one in a good fixture, yeah, and yeah. Otherwise, yeah. bench him for Ings, yeah.
0: Yeah, something like that. I'm. It's It's been really rough, and having that would be so much better. And so that's one thing. I think that would be really sweet to be able to have three forwards again. But other than that, I still feel like, you know, Liverpool defense has been fantastic. You know, City are keeping cleans. United have only let up two goals in the last three, even though they've only had one clean in that span since Matic is back. I still think their defense is fine. You know, the, I still think that the heavy defenses, a few of them, I mean, Chelsea are even keeping a couple of cleans somehow, but. I still think the heavy defense is good. I, I, I don't think it's time to go back to, you know, one, six million and 4-4-5 and four, four, rotating between three spots. I don't think we're there yet. And again, we mentioned it earlier, the premium midfielders, premium strikers, other than maybe like Lukaku, you can make an argument, but when you have players like Mitrovic, Arnie is knocked right now, but you know, Mitrovic, Arnie, Will, all these players in the, in the seven million bracket, Laka, nine, five.
1: Fraser, uh, yeah. yeah
0: they, I mean, where are you spending your money? You know, it's, you're not, You can't really. You could tell me that Lukaku is going to get more points than Lacazette over the next five, but you could also tell me he won't, and that's not. You know, that's a coin flip. So it's it's a tough one there. I think. You know, I still like having the investment in defense. It's a little tough with Liverpool because they've got a couple tough ones coming up uh, for clean sheets. But again, it's just over the medium long term. You know, transferring out your Liverpool defender doesn't feel like a good use of transfers. So. Same with City. I mean, well, Mendy's her, but other Mendy. It's the same thing with City. I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Do you see any, any shift there?
1: I think the main shift that I see is, like, in preseason and, like, maybe, like, game weeks one through three or one through four, I think having, you have to have at least four defensive slots, because it just felt like the points were just insane. Like, the must-owns were, like, double Liverpool, Mendy, maybe double City, and, like, Shaw, or, you know, something like that were, like, Required Like, I've been at five at the back since, like, game week three, and it's been great. I guess the major shift that I'm seeing now is, like, I think you can... I think heavy defense is still good, but I think starting only three defenders is a real option. So I think I yeah. see, like, a formation change rather than, like, a philosophy change, where it's, like, I'd still, if I was wild carding, I mean, I haven't, you know, I obviously am not wild carding, so I haven't, like, tinkered it, but I feel like I would still probably have, like, Alonzo, Rabo, and a third good defender, like maybe Trent or like Laporte or something like that, maybe Shaw. So I would still have heavy defenders, but I think I would probably also have two four oh guys and like Bennett and Juan B, or like yep. Juan B and Doherty or Johnny or something like that. Sure. And could be in a three four three or something like that. But I'd still be heavy in defense if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah.
0: Or three five two.
1: Or three five two, yeah. But the yeah. the problem you brought up with Kamara, I think is very relevant because you there are, are no starting or playing forwards that are like below five six or something at this point whereas like you can find actual guys who score between two and four points every week all over the place at four four and four five so
0: yeah and like you mentioned if you have Juan and and Bennett and you're in like a three five two and you have three other solid defenders, maybe the cheapest is Shaw and you have two premiums. More often than not, they rotate pretty well. You'll have one of them first on the bench with a reasonable fixture. So at least you have a shadow to clean if, if you need a bench bench guy there. So
1: right, exactly. And like you if your bench is Juan Bennett and a four or five who starts every week, that's incredible. Like you're yeah. so safe. It lets you take more risks <laughs> and and get in more you know, Liverpool and City players, because it doesn't matter that much if they get rotated. Yep. Yeah, it's good, good job. But um, all right, I think I'm just going to go through some questions now. Um, and we'll just go from there. Does that sound good? Sounds fantastic. <laughs> Jono on Slack, what do you think of Murray after City has a great run of fixtures? <laughs> he has four goals so far, only failing to score against Watford, Pool, and Spurs.
0: Come on, Glenna! Come on, Glenna! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just—it's just such an insane thing that he's in the league. I, I still, every I time I see his name on the team sheet, I'm just like, wait, who? Glenn Murray's still in the league? That old yeah.
1: bald fuck? I love it. Brighton are good. just
0: Brighton are an insane team to me. I have no idea what they're doing this season.
1: Yeah, Murray's good, but like, there's just there's so many other good guys at that price Six five.
0: He, if he was five five, then
1: get in. Oh, he'd be in every team.
0: But at six five, I mean, you know, Mitro aren't. He's just he's so much worse than these men. He's so much worse. He's I, the pictures are but great, like, but he's
1: not worse points wise. Is the fucked up part? Yeah.
0: Do you know someone that is very interesting to me? Is off his fresh off his goal is one goal three assists started every every, every game this season. The Frenchie, Tony Knox.
1: Dude, we have a question about him. I've loved he him is. forever. So FBL 007 on Twitter. His first question is, how do you pronounce Anthony Sucscott Knockhart? He just and did it. And is he going to bang harder than Matto? Double, <laughs> double sided question. I, so I, let me answer the first part because I actually did the research. I texted French friends and I said, how the fuck do you pronounce this guy's last name? He's French. And it's, it's the, the announcers are right. You know how they always say Knockhart? Yeah, that's based off of the French pronunciation, which is Kanaka. Like, no, you know, don't, don't pronounce the T, which is uh, interesting. Okay. So I like Anthony's sex god. It's just a yeah, new name. So I don't have to say Kanaka. Yeah, uh, he's he's fucking great. I mean, I've loved him forever. Like when when Lester got promoted from the championship, I was like in on him. And then like it was weird and he kind of wasn't getting in the side and he got transferred. But he's fucking great.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to be, and you know, last season when they got promoted, he had a stormer in the championship, and yeah. he was supposed to be their talisman in midfield, and he just was kind of on and off again, injured, and wasn't he was kind first of like the, the
1: the Mares before Lester actually had Mares, like he was just their god who did everything and yeah, I mean, you and you're going goals. Back and, and,
0: and, yeah, you're going back a few seasons. I'm just talking yeah, about last yeah. season yeah, when yeah, he was with yeah. Brighton, you know, but. Yeah, I, I think at five five, he's a very interesting pick, especially after after this uh, city fixtures out of the way. I mean, from game week eight to sixteen, they have one bad fixture attack wise at Newcastle, game week nine. Other than that, they have a complete sea of green where they could score goals every game. Five five, he's he's a diff. big differential. I think you know that's the kind of thing that's interesting. If you go like a full three five two wild card, you stick him in the fifth spot or something. Could be could be cheeky. He's looked great. He's just been—he's he could have braced this week. He had that chance he that he fucked up before he scored. I mean, yeah, he should have. But he does have that in him. He just kind of shits himself in front of goal all the time when he's in front of goal, which is a little bit concerning. But that's not ideal. Looked, not ideal. But he's you know, five five. He's looked great. But I, I still don't think he's going to touch Maddo. I, Maddo's more more steady and consistent, a lot safer. I think and
1: just a better attacking team. I think is a big factor yeah, there. Yeah. But I do. I do really like him too. I mean, we're talking about these wildcard teams and we're talking about a lot of heavy guys to base your team around. If, if you're going to start with your team and start with Hazard, Salah, Kuhn, and heavy defenders like I just mentioned, then there is going to be a, a, one or two spots where you're going to have to be in the 5-5 five, five range. And Fraser's is the obvious one, and Ings and Jimenez are good too. But yeah, knock, Canock. Sex God, he's he's in there, and he's yeah. he's good. I mean,
0: you you can easily go three four three with like Hasmo, Freza, Kanak, or, or someone in that region, and then get you know Mitro, another seven, maybe Laka, Lock, Aguero. yeah, something like that. You know, that could be what's, sick. What's the story with Jahan, Bak and Nakandosh
1: on Brighton? Is he is he, he getting just, in there? He when he subs on, he does cool stuff. Like yeah, he, he does shit. yeah, like uh, he, one of those. I think it was actually the counter that Brighton that Kanak scored on against Spurs. I think he was the one who like dribbled somebody, turned and had the ho- and had the hockey assist. Yeah. And like he-, he he's been doing stuff but he only plays 15 minutes a game, like yeah. actually 15 minutes a game. He's got to start soon.
0: Did you I I also did research. I talked to all of my Iranian friends. Did you like my pronunciation
1: on that? Yeah, that was an immaculate pronunciation. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he would just be nailed on, like just take his his to his place and just be in there, but they're doing weird different stuff this season and March is playing further forward and Grob is hurt and I don't know. I don't know where they're at.
0: March but one good. thing's for
1: sure, Kanak is is nailed and good. Yeah.
0: And his caerdo has been hurt all season too. March March was really good against Spurs. <laughs> was he? No, yeah, actual, he was very good. Interesting. And you know I don't like him. I, I yeah, I've think never been that
1: impressed by him. But His name is Solomon. That's pretty genius. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I guess Solly. You can't be sure yeah, for anything yeah. else. It,
0: Sally. Sally. Sally yeah, Solly Sally
1: short for Sally.
0: All right, enough Brian talk. They're, they're terrible.
1: Uh, Sushant, <laughs> Sushant on Twitter. Question is, Bournemouth play Palace at home next? And you know they always score at home, so do you start the legend Juan Bisaka or not?
0: No, not if you can
1: help it. Yeah. It's no, it's no. a bad bad cleanable fixture.
0: Yeah, it's not not a good clean banker there. I don't think. Even though you know, again, it must be said once when we have Tompkins in there and we have that first rights back four, we are stout
1: in defense. Solid, solid defensive team, and the Baps just keep coming for Juan.
0: Double, I mean,
1: he's back to back cleans and Max Baps is something. That's something very real
0: for a four M defender. You just cannot beat that.
1: He might be the best four million player in the history of FPL.
0: Woo! All right, we'll have to we'll we'll revisit that. I need to think about yeah. that for a while. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Ben Arfae on Slack. Ben Urf. I I always say Arfae, but I think it's Urfi. Just call him Hatem Ben Arfa. Hatem Ben Arfa. Ben Urfi. <laughs> oh God, I'm fucked no, up. I'm,
0: no, no. gotta keep going.
1: Is Salah being nowhere near BAPS a thing to be worried about? I know he didn't get many last season his production is down from last season. Is this a thing we should be concerned about, being that he's so expensive and a captain shot? Should we take baps into consideration?
0: Yes and no. We knew before the season that typically on a single return, he's not going to bap. He yeah. has five returns through six game weeks, and unfortunately... The one time he did get two BAPs in somehow in a, a 2 0 win or two assists, his double return and a 2 0 win against Palace, he wasn't on BAPs, which I would have to double check to see how that was the case. That's insane. He probably missed fifteen <laughs> big chances, but
1: yeah.
0: no, but it, it's the same thing, like this week, right? He gets the second goal if the linesman put his flag up down his throat and choked on it instead of raising it up into the air, he's on for, you know, the fifteen, sixteen point or whatever. Max it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, once again, the stats, underlying stats, are off the page, and he could have double returned literally every single game he's played this season. And he, I mean, the big chances are there every game, and I don't think it's something that you can really, you know, adjudicate for. You, you know, he's he looks good, and the goals and assists are going to come. And Liverpool are free flowing; they're best, second best attack in the league. So I think you just got to stomach it, right? What do you think? I mean, can you can't like do anything about it?
1: Yeah, you just can't do anything about it. It's just. Mm-hmm. If there's any knock on him at all, it's that, and it's just like kind of annoying because when he gets a single return, it's eight points, and when Has gets a single return, it's ten points. The mm-hmm. difference is Salah's on, like you said, on for like a triple return every match, no matter regardless of the fixture. So
0: yeah, it's kind yeah. of it's like having a Sterling of last year. Sterling was right, scoring, right.
1: or Sterling just in the history of Sterling, he's he's always been like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were so many games last season, I feel like, where he double-returned in a 4-0 win and got no baps, like, all the time.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, like Mane of years past, too. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, he did fucking score for Southampton, no bones. Um, Brian Kerwan on Slack, wildcard strategy. If you're doing okay, like, 388K overall, and your team looks okay and no huge issues, but you feel like... You'll just have more okay weeks. Is it find a wild card, or should you wait until you have to wild card?
0: Yeah, no, you don't wild card. You, you just don't wild card in that spot. If, if the team looks good and you've got a couple of peripheral issues, you just that's why we have free transfers. You, you got a wild card, but need to rip it apart.
1: Yeah, and I'd rather take a hit than use a wild card on an okay team. Yep. Like if there's some, like my team, I'm a perfect example. I was right there last week. I mean, again, I don't want to advocate for minus eight. It was very weird, bad circumstances that I was in, but let's just say Arnie was fit and I just double move for a minus four. That's a perfect way to take a hit, I think, for two red flag guys when you need people in the lineup. So, yeah, it's fine. Jabron um, Chada, I think that's the same as Jabron James. I'm not sure, but he wrote in on Twitter this time. Who's the best Mendy replacement on the City team, Walker or Laporte? Hmm. I think Laporte.
0: Yeah, he's just like a little cheaper. He just seems very sketchy when I watch him. I don't know. He's, he's
1: actually started every game this season. He's played
0: ninety every game. He's the only
1: left footer right in the team. He's the only left footer.
0: Yeah, he's he's fine. Laporte's a good pick.
1: The thing with Walker is like he's oh, fast, there, actually. but he's not. He doesn't actually get many attacking returns.
0: I feel yeah, like he had that worldie this season.
1: No, yeah, no, like I, I, he's, he's not a million more worth a million no, more than Laporte.
0: No, I, I Laporte should within maybe plus minus 2 be there with the attacking returns that Walker has all season. I mean Walker fucking beats someone down the byline and then wins a corner. That, that's his best case, you know, he doesn't. Yeah. He again, he had the world of the season already, but you know, you you look at his his scoring record and you know, he he's gets a lot of assists the last couple of seasons, but you know, this season with Mendy and they're building on the left a lot more. I I don't know. Walker's fine. I, they're both fine. No, I they're think. both
1: good. Yeah. No question. But if you're gonna I just it's just the price. That's really what it comes down to. I think yeah. it's just not worth like the upside of five six assists from Walker over a season does not that's not worth a million. And like Laporte could
0: get three goals. I don't know, it's not crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: He has a goal. Yeah.
0: Laporte, no baps, so interesting.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, hard 20, to, it's hard to yeah. get baps in the city side. 29 get,
0: 29 on the last two clean sheets from him is all on the BPS's total is actually really high.
1: Yeah, that's solid. But they went three. So who's 3-0? getting the baps? I mean, the it's 3 0 5 0.
0: It's 3 you know, They're just going to the attackers.
1: Right. And like Walker scored that worldie. That's where he got his two baps. Um, Met Tusker on Twitter said, Evening gents, rank the following defenses from one to five Brighton Ooh, Wolves. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, Brighton Wolves, Arsenal, Palace, and Watford. Mm.
0: Mm. Not like looking at it, the fixtures from FPL yeah, not, or Just I like, don't have the, the fixtures there. All right, one, one, two, definitely Palace Wolves, I think. Watford are so bad away. I, I was like. about to say Watford are pretty good though.
1: But away? Yeah, they're not as know. good away.
0: I, I that's where I was, I think Palace and Wolves are like one A and one B. I think and I would I go would put, Wolves
1: one, Palace two.
0: They're a better team, but Which the thing, were, dude. Yeah. What the our new lineup like with? Jordan Ayu and, and taking Schlup out, like we've been so good yeah, defensively. Ayu does a couple lot games. of work too. Yeah, I, I, I would, even though Wolves are a better, you know, 11 and they have more about yeah. them going forward, it still puts a lot of stress on like the center backs, on the fullbacks, on uh, the wingbacks, bomb and stuff. Yeah, like we're just and they only kind two of a,
1: midfielders.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're playing on the counter attack, and we're putting at most three, maybe four players in there. You know, we have like Maca and Millie and shit, and, and everyone in the midfield still. Like, we're always protecting. We always have men back, no matter what we're doing. I feel like we're maybe a little bit better defensively than yeah, Wolves. It,
1: yeah, maybe more of a shout for Cleans.
0: I don't know. They're, they're both, both good. They're though. both
1: good though, and Watford, I think, is like is right up there too. I think. Yeah, I,
0: I I agree. The, the, that the main thing though with Watford is just I just don't trust them away. Still, even I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Watford's been really good though this season defensively, for sure. You know they haven't let up a lot of they haven't let up a lot of shots, but they it must be said they have one clean sheet all season. Yeah, so. and
1: it's just their midfield's just so good. But yeah, maybe yeah. they're they're they seem like they have like slightly worse players. Like I don't trust Yannmatt or Holubas at all. They're both like not good defensively at all. Let alone like or Cabasale. I'm not totally sold on. So maybe they're like. Because they, they, their midfield is so good that I feel like they don't concede many shots or big chances or anything. But maybe the one that they do is more likely to go in than against like you know than like Palace or Wolves who are just better defensively overall. I don't know. I'm just reaching there, but it's yeah, close it's, between it's, those three for sure. I
0: agree. And the other thing with Watford, even though they do have on, only one clean sheet all season, they've only allowed up like I think five goals all season. So I don't know. Yeah, six,
1: six goals on the season is not a lot. Six, okay. Yeah, yeah. not a lot same, of goals. Same little, as Wolves and Palace, actually. All yeah. three of them we'll, are. Well, just little
0: spursy that it's one a game instead of, you know, the two and the zero and whatnot. So right, that's right. Well, right, that's right. right. yeah, I think there. but again, you know, I think it's a great question because those are the three teams. If you're wild and if you're looking for the budget, like sub five million defenders, those are the three teams you look at, for
1: sure. Yeah, there's not really anyone else close to those three,
0: I think. Actually, one Rogue Shout, I don't know, Bournemouth and whoever. Newcastle? Did they, he say Newcastle?
1: No, no, I'm just throwing them in like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newcastle,
0: dude. Because Newcastle have had murderers' fucking row of fixtures this season. They so far, they played
1: Spurs, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, and Palace already. Yeah. Their one easy game was at Cardiff, and they cleaned. But
0: yeah, but their fixtures are about to get like really good. So you know, Lasolás is four nine. I mean, dumb it is four five. You know, they've got four or five options. <laughs> They're going to keep cleans at home again. You know they have home Leicester, home Brighton, home Watford, home Bournemouth, home West Ham, home Wolves. Like those yeah, are the next home textures.
1: No question. Yeah,
0: home full. They're they're a tough team to break down, and as long as Rafa's there, they're going to keep clean sheets at home, and they're also a good shout for clean sheets away when they're playing mid table or bottom half teams. So I think that's a shrewd, you know, kind of forward looking investment. I haven't tinkered. At, you know, we're talking about these cheap defenders, but. You know, you you could play around with a five times five million or less defenders and probably end up with a ridiculous team.
1: Yeah, I think it's possible in a three, in a,
0: in a three four three
1: three four three. Yeah, you yeah yeah. I mean, it, it's absolutely possible. Or like yeah. or even if you went say you went three four five or under defenders and Shaw and Trent. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's sick. Nice.
0: And then you could, I mean, you could even do a front line of like. Kuhn, Laka, and like Bob?
1: I don't know, something like that. Yeah, That's fun. Kuhn, Laka, and Rom? Is that too much? <laughs> I don't
0: know. It might be with uh, Mo and Haz in midfield. I don't know. but Yeah, I'd yeah, rather just like Kuhn, like
1: Kuhn, Laka, Mitra, I feel like is the first front line that I would tinker if I was wildcarding.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. But yeah, I, mean, I think I Luke always can-
1: say this when when we get questions like this and we get questions on wildcard, what I always say to people like who DM me on Slack or whatever is like, A large part of ending up with a good wildcard team is tinkering all day, every day. And like, it's hard, it's much harder to just off the top of your head be like, yeah, this is what I would go with and settle because this is literally what I would go with on day one. This is like my, what the things we're saying are what I would go with on like Monday morning. What my team would end up on on Friday evening is probably very different. So it's hard.
0: No, that's a good point. I mean, when you are on wildcard week, you start off, you put the players in for the price changes or whatever, but it's as we know, pre game week one, it's a puzzle and we're switching guys in and out and it's just what you feel comfortable with at the end of the day. But yeah, it's you gotta really spend the time to yeah. tinker and, and look at different guys to figure out what the what the best final thing is. Yeah. I what were the other so. two Brighton I mean, Brighton defenses for the season? So I don't know Arsenal's, why they're even Arsenal's, in there. Arsenal's
1: yeah, Arsenal's worse than Brighton. They're both Non-options, that's that's not, what I'll say. They're not on the list.
0: And it sucks, because we were only a couple of weeks removed from tipping Ryan, and they just don't look like they're playing watertight football anymore. They're just playing a little more open. They have all these fucking tricky wingers and mids and, they and shit no they're trying cleans. to score. Yeah, they have no cl- I mean, Duffy and Dunk, they're, they're slow.
1: Well, Duffy they're can't really stop scoring, slow. though.
0: <laughs> it's a fucking double return getting Duffy taken down for, to assist. <laughs> down for a pen taken like, down for a pen Could you when you give your fucking center back a taken down for a pen you just a jerk session
1: yeah just go buy your lotto ticket because you're on <laughs> insane fire yeah I, I don't know yeah Brighton hard to figure out this season what they're up to like last season it, they were such a just solid unit and they were not flashy and they didn't really try and score goals and that was fine for them and worked for them but I don't know, Hewton has other ideas this season, it seems like.
0: Triple Newcastle, dude, would be scenes. Yeah, I mean... Their fixtures are great. Like, If you have Dubrovka and two guys, you know...
1: Is Dubrovka the best keeper, five and under? Or would you go Patricio? Or Mm. maybe even Hennessy or something?
0: Definitely not Wayne, because our fixtures get tougher, but... I think it's a little tricky to justify if 0.5 more for actually like Wolves fixture's also got a little bit dicey not that bad but Dubrovka. Debravka's fucking good dude he's so good new dude, Newcastle defense is so good I mean Rafa's defense yeah. is so good
1: we've been on Newcastle since they came up with Rafa like all of last season we were just pegging them forever yeah. and
0: they're fucking played six games this season. Their six fixtures: Tottenham, Cardiff, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, Palace. They have two cleans: Cardiff and Crystal Palace. Like, yeah,
1: right. And the other thats ones... what
0: they are. They they play top four. They let up one or two goals. You know, you don't want to start them, but at Cardiff home, at Cardiff at Palace, clean clean. Like, I mean, that's that's the kind of team they are. So clean
1: clean, and I mean. It- if I remember correctly, they, it was not close. Like they—they're not close to conceding chances or anything like that. Like,
0: yeah, well, we had the we had the mommy, mommy.
1: Miss. Yeah, you had the one header, Cardiff. I don't remember, but probably not much. LaSalle's Newcastle. just picking up bones, like yeah. And the, New, they're pretty Newcastle. much their only other top six match is game week eight. It's also coming up, and and man, you—they don't have Liverpool until game week nineteen. So the rest of all of their fixtures from now until Liverpool game week 19 are very cleanable.
0: I love Newcastle. Iose. Yeah. Maybe he's going to start getting in there.
1: That's no, Lejeune's team. Okay, in, okay. injured red flag Lejeune.
0: <laughs> I'll just transfer. I'll transfer Lejeune in for Mandy.
1: I love Lejeune. All right, what else we got? Just four more questions. Just Gabriel on Twitter. Is it better to go with a premium mid and a six to seven forward, or a six to seven mid and a premium forward? What? That's too vague. Can't answer that. Okay. Coon Kuh- is Coon and a mid price mid is better. But if you have Coon, give me Coon
0: and a fucking empty. If, if I could not imagine a world where I do not have Kuhn in my team, it's insane.
1: He's good. Is so good. Matt, he has eight returns already, dude. You're gonna love this question, Matt Maynard yeah. on Twitter. Is Paul an option?
0: Paul is always an option. Oh my god, he's always an option. It's such a true story in life that Paul will always Paul his life away. <laughs> Obviously, pens is massive scenes for him. He has two goals, and they're both pens and. Last time he had a pen, he missed it. So he's just pen. He's pen machine. He has one assist. That's a good job by him. And he fucking had a blinder against the youngest of boys in uh, in Champions League. And it's Paul's team.
1: He's a diabolical pick. He's such a good
0: pick. Paul eight two.
1: Paul in. It's funny because we like the guys that we like that we've been talking about, like Fraser and like Matto and stuff. It's like they're. Better picks than Paul, and they're two million cheaper. <laughs> it's like he just—he just is unlucky that he's Paul and he plays for United, and therefore the game prices him way, way too much. I remember saying at the end of last season, like he should be priced relatively the same as Milivojevic, and he's going to be two million more expensive, and it's exactly what happened.
0: I might get Paul in soon. Gotta get out of here, dude. It might be that time of the year already. It's I don't ridiculous. know.
1: Ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Paul. Clean sheet points that's what you're like banking on right there <laughs> Paul God Paul yes. um whisker so on good. Twitter I put my question blah 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 here it is in a wild card vacuum would you go for salah and hazard if not then who instead yeah we answered that already yeah I think you'd start there oh yeah for a
0: million percent mo hazard coon build around
1: those you'd start that you'd start there.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that I would even waver. Those would be untouchable spots in my
1: tinkering, I think. I would definitely play around with Hazard, I think.
0: For Paul, you think? Yeah, $2 million yeah like less, a tinkering value. Paul, yeah. yeah it's yeah, the same go. value <laughs> on pens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Uh, And then last, uh, Franco's (laughs) Foss on Twitter. If, hypothetically, your team is... Basically, is asking who's the best goalie, which I guess we already did. But he has Ryan in goal, and he has two free transfers, and he wants to go. And then Frankenstein in Slack also said, can we talk about the four or five goalies? We, Joe Harden, and Flappy-Hands Fabianski, worth a shout now. Um,
0: Yeah, I forgot about Joe
1: Harden-Burnley. like. It's no. funny. Like, are they going to be good? It, I don't know. Well,
0: he has the pen save, so you take that away. He's down there at like ninth in the fucking whatever the fuck
1: points is. But yeah, Burnley have been awful. Are they going to not be awful now that they're out of Europa and they just did Bournemouth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to find out. I, uh, yeah, I think I, that, I definitely don't want to take that risk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not biting they, that hook. Like, fuck no, they, here.
0: I think you would need to be wildcarding into a rotation guy with. If you want to go there, I don't think he's a start every week. Um, just because we don't know what Burnley are up to, and fixtures are a little bit tough. They've got like a lot of aways coming up, and then they have City and Chelsea soon as well. But I still think Patricio's a good shout, and Wayne's a good shout too. Foster's a good shout. Um, I mean, basically anyone but Ryan, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, unfortunately for Ryan and Brighton. De Brav five's
0: good. You know, all those guys I would be satisfied with. What do you What do you think? Any Any guys we're missing? I'm missing there. I don't think so. Not off the Hilton. top of my
1: head, Gazaniga. Gaza. Gazaniga.
0: I was uh, saying this on Slack. I don't understand why he's wasting his life as a third choice keeper for a bad team. Like, why he could start somewhere for sure.
1: He's good. I mean, yeah, he would start in at least like five Premier League teams. Yeah, he's just good. He,
0: every time he's played he's for them been, in the last yeah, two he's, seasons, he's had, he's like their man of the match. He's really good. I think. I don't know. He was yeah. so. Bad when he was on Southampton. so that's, I remember I fucking had that's him. He was why. like, maybe everyone
1: is just yeah. like, we can't go there at all. But he's still like kind of young. I don't know.
0: He's yeah, no, he's still really young. That was something we were talking about on Slack as well. But I remember there was like a couple seasons ago, and he was like, he dropped to three nine for Southampton, and yeah, then yeah. Forst, Forster got hurt, and I started him for a couple of weeks, and he was so bad, so bad. <laughs> But he's great. I like him.
1: Yeah, he's good. I like him, too. But don't don't buy him in FPL. Definitely don't buy him in FPL. No. Um, all right, I think I feel pretty good. Anything else you want to talk about? No. All right, let's go to captains and our teams and shit. So, Captains, right off the bat, Lucas H. said on Twitter, Kane, game week 8 cap, yes or no? No. You can't go there.
0: Why... In the actual fuck, would you captain Kane over Kuhn when Kuhn is
1: home to Brighton? You just can't defend that. I just, I
0: don't have, I cannot listen to a defense of that. It does not make any sense. Spurs are bad. They've been bad all season and they don't look like scoring.
1: It's one thing, it's like a weird FPL thing where when people get in, they're like sexy, like differential or whatever they want to end up capping them to. It's like, yeah, the value, if you have Kane, if you're one of those weird situations that we talked about earlier where it's like maybe not the worst move in the world to get Kane. I mean, it probably is, but who knows? Then not capping him, he's still a giant differential. Like if he hauls, you're still flying. You don't risk your cap on someone like that who's out of form and only scores pens. You still cap like the reliable, safe guys on the best teams. Like Kuhn. Like
0: Kuhn. It's. I mean, this is just the most Kuhn week of life. I, you can't imagine a world where he starts. In, do they, they, everyone has a cup game midweek, I assume, right?
1: Yeah. So we got to imagine all that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine that he starts that game. I'm sure they'll play like fucking Foden at striker. Yeah,
1: Diaz D, D at striker, Foden yeah. in the hole.
0: But there's other than other than Kuhn. I don't see much. You know. you' Chelsea Liverpool is going to be. To, to be knows. honest,
1: I'm slightly. I'm I'm tempted to caps a lot. From yeah, what yeah, I've Chelsea. seen from Chelsea in first game, first six game weeks, I mean they're just like asking for an ass fucking.
0: Like I'm not. They're, sh- yeah, they're they're going to let up for it. Some There's going to be
1: one match where they just get done, and it Destroy. might be this weekend. I'm not sure yeah. like what defensive adjustments. Sorry is going to make to deal with the counter, but. The weird thing with Liverpool I think one of the biggest differences from last season to this season is like teams are not really letting us counter. Like teams are just even when they attack they're only attacking with a few and when they when other teams have corners against Liverpool they're not bringing everyone forward they're keeping guys back so it's not like a you know Bellerin versus 3 situation and shit like that but the way Chelsea are playing with the ball and pushing Alonso up and occasionally Aspel up like they're just asking for it i don 't know if they'll make big changes, but i just I fear for Chelsea Lives that it might just be it might be this week
0: The other thing I was thinking with Chelsea too i don 't know enough about Sarri's history in Italy, but he he does the same thing every game. It must be the absolute dream prep week He plays the same he never tweaks I feel like it's just yeah. it's four it's four three three. And he's going to play with these three midfielders and the wingers. And are going everything to do this goes and,
1: through Jorginho. And yeah, it's just fullbacks you know, overlap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could just see like put Bob on, put, put a man on Jorginho yeah, and Bob they just is a yeah, they, million
1: percent. Yeah, their,
0: their team is just, they can't do anything.
1: And then it's like give
0: Conte space. He can't even make a fucking side pass. Like that's an easy game. I, it could be. too
1: far forward and Louise is left to mark a countering salon. Ball. It's just like, I'm. Um, I don't see how it'd work. I'd be really impressed if like Chelsea put in a really good defensive performance. I'm not saying like Liverpool are definitely gonna win because obviously Chelsea are top quality and they'll probably dominate possession and stuff, but how they're gonna keep Liverpool out, I just it's hard for me to imagine that. Like I, I'm benching Louise this week. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Big call. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm keeping yeah. Alonzo in because he's a, a winger. Yeah, but he's a winger. I just don't right. see a clean as a as a real thing that could happen.
0: All right, Alon. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got striker, four or five mid, Joel Ward. Yeah. Well, home to Burnley. Yeah. Joel, him. not get Joel. Him. Danny, but
1: call me Joel Warren. Get him
0: in there. Liverpool, Ex-Liverpool goalkeeper, get him in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, Danny Ward. Good shout. Um, uh, yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's, I'm a little tempted at Mo, but... Kuhn is, Kuhn is the obvious easy cap, and he's so much better of a cap than Kane. It's not even fucking funny.
0: Kuhn's just, ugh, he's so good. Kuhn.
1: Kuhn's good guy. Um, And then transfers. So what are you looking at with your squad? I need help. You need help? SOS? I have
0: no fucking idea what to do with my team. Right. Okay. All I know is I'm getting a red arrow this week because all my defenders are playing all my attackers, and it's going to be bad. I hate that.
1: Yeah, hate it.
0: I'm definitely going to get another red arrow.
1: No one should be making transfers until after the cup matches are gone. That's you know that's just a basic thing of life. But yeah, I'm looking at your team. I'm not sure where to go. I mean, I can't wild card because I only have like one. Is problem. dead again. That's pretty tempting to get rid of him yeah I mean, where would I want to go
0: because i I feel like I need to do something with this Kamara situation. I, I don't know if I want to stick in the premium bracket I could so, i could I could go down to
1: yeah, I was going to say go Mendy to fucking Bennett, and then next week you do Kamara to Mitro yeah
0: I don't want to go double wolves D though with Johnny
1: Castro Why not? I mean, like mm-hmm. Bennett's the last guy on your bench and Johnny's the rotation guy. that's fine.
0: For ten six, I, don't even, I can't even afford that, dude. Really? Mm, yep. Can't afford that.
1: Damn. Well you could still go Kamara up to like any other guy. Yeah. Other than other than Mitra who's been rising. I could and, get it's tough. Tri- yeah, Tridini. Like, yeah, Tridini. Tridini. They have so many Italians with Tridini and Capasele. <laughs> what if I just get Glenarin? Yeah, you could just get Glenarin and go oh, back is. to your roots. <laughs> oh god.
0: I've never owned Glenn for one week in FPL in my life, actual. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, what about Arnie? What about him? He's great.
1: Obviously, he's great. I mean, he has home United, upright, and home Spurs. He's still knocked. I mean, we might get news of him. We might not.
0: It, It was a little bit concerning when Pellegrino was like, he tried to do it to make it the morning, and he couldn't run. Like, he tried oh, to fuck. run, and he couldn't yeah. run. He couldn't couldn't do it. I was like, "Oh, that's not great. That's not great." I don't know. I could also just like take a
1: hit. You could take a hit. I don't think you're wildcarding.
0: No, because those are my only two. If the fucking core of my team is fantastic, because those are the real two problems: are like yeah. Mendy and then Arnie. If Arnie's knocks, I mean, look.
1: Mitro has Everton this week.
0: Is in defense good?
1: Like, sell me on Arnie being a better pick than Mitro. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> dude, Arnie's so good. Arnie's incredible, and he's been such a good servant to the club, both of our clubs. I but just, like, I
0: it, don't, it, I want to own Arnie for thirty-eight game weeks. Like, okay. I want to experience the Arnie feel for a life. life. That's what I want. I like Mitrovic, obviously, but Arnie, dude, he's so good. Did you see Arnie in the fucking stands wearing all his like hardo clothes next to an absolute smoke show? (laughs) Wasn't even like, looked like it was just a stranger. He like was completely
1: to the other side of his seat, like just staring at the game, like looking pissed as fuck. Of course I saw him, yeah.
0: Oh my God, he's such a genius. I fucking love Arnie. I
1: I want you to turn Kamara into Mitra. I just can't figure out how.
0: It's, I mean, it's three moves. I probably have to get rid of like Dilv or Allison for funds. Which I don't, I mean, I don't mind I don't getting, hate getting rid of
1: Mendy and Allison in Yeah, theory. but I, I definitely in
0: practice hate doing that for an eight.
1: Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but saying doing it in one week, yeah. but event that's like over like, the course of two weeks or something. That seems yeah. good.
0: That's why I'm kind of leaning like saving can't be bad. I don't know. I mean, it could be bad. I could get, I mean, I'm going to get another red arrow, obviously, but I don't know saving like, might not worth, be
1: bad. I mean, we're we're reaching at moves right now for you to do. Yeah.
0: That's the thing is if there was an obvious mendy replace like I mean, you mentioned Laporte. I I a little yeah. bit interested in that.
1: Yeah. That's
0: it's real. Banking a little bit of money, but what am I going to do with it? Am I really going to be able to upgrade with it? I'm still going to be two moves away from doing something else. That makes me think it's just better to save take it on the chin. Maybe Mendy's back, and then I could do something else. I I just I feel like I don't have good direction, so that's why I'm just like fuck. I don't know. My team's yeah, and you don't
1: want to really go like Callum or King. You already have Freza. You don't want to double that up for Kamara. I mean,
0: no, I don't trust. Also, don't trust Bournemouth one lick. So I don't want to go too I don't want to have double exposure.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the Mendy to Laporte move, and just like a straight swap. Keep your formation, keep your core, and you're just good, and you'll just get points. It's It's like you're just bringing in points.
0: Yeah, it's just going to feel so bad when Mendy's back in like a week or two, and I'm going to want to get him back in.
1: It's going to feel bad, but we're also, how far are we realistically from wildcarding, just going back to like, guess Jason's, Jason's- rants of last week? Like, we're not that far. We're probably not that far. Like, hopefully we're far, but realistically, we're probably like three weeks away or something, or just like another injury away or like some shit, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, maybe. And Mendy
1: will eventually be back in our teams, no matter what is is. What I'm saying is how I reasoned it to myself, at least. But I don't know, like there's
0: because I, I would rather do Arnie straight swap to Mitra, I think, and and hold Mendy than get rid of Mendy. Yeah, because that's I just more
1: upside, I think. Yeah, then maybe just do the Arnie move. I could so. do, but dude, Arnie, come on, I'm gonna do that to Arnie. He's been great. I love him.
0: Four you know, returns so in five much.
1: games for us. I'm obsessed with Arnie. But then he didn't start and he can't run. Not
0: running. Is, I think you need to be able to run to play footy. I'm not that Imagine sure. Imagine if but...
1: Pellegrini was Spurs manager. Kane would have not have a start this season yet. Every press conference would be like, he just can't run. He tried running and he can't run. He'd just be...
0: <laughs> he just keeps jogging. I keep telling him to run, but he's jogging. So I yeah, can't start I, the player.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh all right. But anyway, so it's gonna be Mendy, Arnie, Save, I don't know. Who knows? One if they're both three. out, it's gonna be an eight, maybe a twelve, who knows?
1: Yeah, it might what be a hit look- time for you. Hits are fun. Yeah. Um what are you I what feel, are you looking at? I feel like I should save. Um the one kind of oversight that I made with my minus eight is like my eleventh player is bad. Mm. Like my eleventh my player is either Ward or Juan every week. And like Juan's incredible and terrific and everything, but his fixtures are at Bournemouth, home wolves, at Everton. None of those are good for clean sheets. They're cleanable, but they're not good. And then four insanely bad fixtures.
0: Yeah, no, that's a problem. So that definitely means that you should save, and that's an issue. Yeah, so I think I
1: save, and I try and figure out an 11th player eventually. Hopefully someone for Kamara, maybe Ings in my future, or Jimenez in my future, for like a simple Kamara upgrade, but that yeah, I think that means I save this week. I mean, it'll probably end up being like Lucas Moran probably won't start or something fucking annoying like that. And then next week, I'll do like Lucas to someone and Kamara up or something like that. I think.
0: What's the fucking deal with Daniel Ings? He's good, their fixtures all year are just bad somehow. They don't some, have a good. Some
1: teams are bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, just they're bad, obviously, but they don't have just a good run all year. They have tough games spliced in with medium games or something. It's weird, but
1: I guess sixteen, five, seventeen, seven. eighteen, nineteen—that's their mini run that's at great. Cardiff, home Arsenal, at Huddersfield, home West Ham. Yeah, December. But no, you're right. I mean, they don't really have like. It's no seven. like good time to get him in, but he's just kind of good all the yeah, time. Five maybe.
0: seven on pens, he's good. Jimenez is a little donkish. He's he fucks up a lot of easy. He chances. is, but
1: they make so, they get they make, so many chances. Yeah, they make the chances. If him, if Jimenez is on Palace, he'd be at twenty goals a season. <laughs> the amount of the, the amount of chances that Benteke gets.
0: And I don't,
1: If you I don't. extrapolate that out to Jimenez just being like a notch better than Menteke. no I'm obviously exaggerating. But like, God,
0: you're exaggerating. He would have like seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimenez, in. yeah. Um, yeah, Ings, Ings is, is good. Yeah,
0: Ings is interesting because he also has the pens. He still, his stats are so good.
1: Yeah, like kind of feels. Bad starting him ever because Southampton and him,
0: but <laughs> he's gonna he's just get weird good. points though. Like, he they score, and you're stunned if Lings is not involved.
1: Yeah, absolutely stunned. stunned. You know, Redmond's not involved. <laughs> that's you that's know like and, his... and fucking Ho-ge, Ho-ge, and no, Ho-ge, no Ho-ge, Ho-ge, one else is involved.
0: Hodgeberg always
1: involved. Hojberg, you know, Vestergaard's involved. Yeah, it's fucking eight footer. Yeah, man. yeah, so that's what I'm looking at in the sort of near term. Just like some, I'm like three moves away from where I want to be, but I don't have to do it all this week. Like Lucas out, Kamara upgrade, and maybe like one other move or something like that. But yeah, that's that's where I am.
0: Yeah, I mean Lucas, David Luiz, Kamara to. You know, a cheaper mid, a cheaper defender, and a reasonable forward is probably going to be good for you, but
1: Louise. After this week, I'm, I still feel pretty decent about his about pal about Palace Chelsea's chances of cleaning. I mean, like they they legit let up one big chance a game against yeah, <laughs> these teams, that's and true. if the team misses it, then they clean, and if they mm-hmm. score it, then they concede one goal.
0: You could just but, go like Lukash to Nakia.
1: No care. Or Fraser and Kamara up. That'll give me plenty of money. Don't, don't get in with Fraser.
0: He's let me just wallow. He's going to be bad. He'll start doing well when I sell him. Don't fall for the trap.
1: But knocker's not a trap. No, it's great. Okay. Yeah. I just had to confirm that.
0: Confirmed. I just confirmed it for you. Free of charge, Alon. Confirmed. He's
1: quite soupy. He's very he's a Wobes of two years ago, Soup. Oh my god. <laughs> JWP of last year, soup. Mm-hmm. Um all right, let me slap an ass. Just the one new patron this week, Matty Matthew Smith. Good lad, thanks to you. New Patreon sign up right there. And any last words? I think that's it. Okay. Check us out at fMLbl.com Follow us on Twitter at fmlfieldsports Sports Patreon.com subscribe, rate, review, all that shit. cheers